Hey friends, welcome to the Relationship Pasa Pasa podcast, a bi-weekly podcast hosted by four smart and sassy Jamaican ladies currently living in the U.S. with almost two decades of friendship. Our aim is for you to see a piece of yourself in us and maybe learn a thing or two as we discuss our everyday lives. Thanks for spending time with us. Now, let's jump into our dose of Pasa Pasa. What time is it? Pasa Pasa! Time? Pasa Pasa! Time? Every girl, every girl, every girl, every girl. I owe me a pasta pasta. Stop, girl, why do I drink until I get Drink and rave till I'm on in like my girl. Center, 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 center. Have a top stand. You know who this is. Hello, everyone. Welcome back um, to Relationship Pasa Pasa. Um, today we're talking about ending relationship or how we process and survive relationship breakup. So surviving a relationship breakup can be one of the most difficult things we ever do. And on an emotional level, it can be a very painful process, losing a boyfriend or a girlfriend, husband, wife, or even a close friendship um, can feel like your heart is literally being torn out. It's not unheard of that persons face depression or trauma at the end of a relationship because it's painful. And many of us are just, you know, not well equipped to deal with the breakup process and the aftermath. So one major breakup we're going to talk about is divorce. And divorce is actually quite common, can, um, can happen due to many reasons, um, incompatibility, unfaithfulness, insecurity, um, emotional or physical violence, abandonment the list goes on. Not everyone here is divorced, um, nor married. So um, what we're going to do is I'm going to ask ladies to think about um, an impactful relationship loss that they have experienced, or think about um, their perceptions about ending um, significant and important relationships in their lives. So I'm going to ask you now, think about that relationship, a relationship that has ended, um, an impactful one in your life, um, and think about what that meant for you. Um, and I guess we're going to walk our way through it, right? So the first question I'm going to ask is, how did you know that relationship was coming to an end? Um, and if you did know, um, were you the one to initiate the break off? Um, and if you didn't know, why was it such a surprise or how did you work with that? So who wants to just dive in? <laughs> so I will not start because I feel like outside of Charman's the probably the most depressing. So First of all, let, let me start on a happier note and say Happy New Year, y'all. Happy New hey. Year. <laughs> Darling. Welcome back to however many episodes is going to be in 2021. Yeah. Um, this is our first 2021 episode. Yes, and we are looking forward to it. And we decided to jump in the deep end and swim to the shallow end. Mercy. No, but that's okay. I mean, we are saying goodbye to a lot of things in this that's season. Right. Um, and in the coming weeks, um, yeah. and a lot of good things that need to go. 
I if you're following the news, um, need a reverb. Um, but <laughs> I know. I agree. Lots of things Ooh. needed but, um, to go. Can't wait so sometimes ending a relationship, no matter how painful it might be, right, um, or traumatic, is oftentimes necessary, right? Right. So I'm I glad agree. you volunteered to. I am not starting. I'm starting with somebody lighter. No, I was saying I wasn't starting. I'm saying, I just wanted to say that I am not starting, but happy new year to all. I somebody else can you start. Are, you are hilarious. hilarious. I You're love funny. it. Listen, I can, I can jump in. I'm the divorce. Well, Shara's divorced. Well, too, I'm, I'm the divorce. Right. I mean, I just want to start with somebody like, yeah, my dash with a man and him gone. Well, and it, it was easy a man, it could be a friendship or a relationship okay. um that you had to and and it's not like you have to dash with a person because it could even be a family familiar relationship and they remain your family members right but right but you have to institute some boundaries. i would say like yeah but yeah like an extreme boundary right because of something so okay i'll start because um not all divorces are traumatic <laughs> um uh, so I will start and say, I, I would almost say that no matter what kind of divorce you get, whether it is for some extreme reason, because, you know, there's some people who lead, deal with a lot of abuse in their lives. And it doesn't even matter probably how simple the reason is. If your marriage meant something to you, chances are your divorce is going to affect you. Right. So I would generally say it. And other, some other relationships that have ended in my life, not romantic. I would describe it as one, never, not, none of them shocked me. As somebody who overthinks, I think a lot and I ruminate a lot. So I will never say something just completely shocked me, but I could say disappointed, right? Um, so no, I wasn't shocked. Um, and I love the question, were you the one to initiate? Because what does initiate mean? I don't want to get deep, but um, if you mean filing papers, that's different for a divorcee from who initiated the breakaway, right? So mm -hmm. I think that's... I, but when I you said you weren't shocked, you weren't shocked as in if you looked at yourself at the beginning of the marriage and looked at yourself at the end of marriage, the beginning of the marriage, oh, you no. weren't shocked that you got to the end or you weren't shocked because you had time to process the divorce. I meant I'm not coming. shocked because I knew there was something there that needed repairing and okay. needed work. Mm -hmm. Not that's when I got married because I got, I was married for a long time. <laughs> not when I was when I got married, I didn't see the end of my relationship. No. Okay. Oh my gosh. I can't wait till you answer. I'm very curious about mercy. Yeah. Because now I'm mercy. curious. Um, if you saw the now, end. I'm curious. I mean, I didn't see the end of it, but when people ask me, I mean, even in my therapy sessions, um, if I knew going in that it might not work, definitely. I, there was there was no point at which I was like, man, this is on firm ground. Oh, <laughs> this is solid. No, at no point was I like that. But mm -hmm. the thing is, is that, and we talked about this in the marriage series, is that I always felt like that's how it should be. Um, that you're, my, my parents went through things. My parents' parents went through things. You go through things. You're never 
at the point where you're like, this is it, you know, up the up, ups and downs, the ups and downs. Wow. So I just thought it was normal, but it was not normal. <laughs> wow. It was not normal. So, yeah, no, should have seen it come in. You, the flags were flying, box me and I'm a fierce and I still was a trudging, <laughs> trudging, trudging. Oh. So, yeah. So it's different. Miss Sophie, Miss Carrie, what? What are Honestly, your I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, and I'm like, I really have not lost any major anything. I can't think of a, a, a friendship or a relationship that has ended, that has left me going, oh, I missed the person. Or, and I don't think, I don't think I've, the process. I don't think there's any friendship or anything that I had to process. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly like burst in my brain trying to think about it. And I cannot think of one because for all of my, for example, my best friend that I had in Jamaica, she's no longer my best friend now, but when we do meet up, we still communicate. So it's, it's not like it ended. We it just not break. Right. It just, you know, we grew apart. Um, um, old friends that I had in high school back here in America. It's not like I, they ended. I, they're just not as close to me. Like you they never had a be. breakup, a relationship breakup. No, not really. I've never had a real, real relationship except for the person I married. I've had people that I liked and hang out with and went out with and, and stuff, but none that I've ever claimed like real claim that like brought home to my parents. Like Hill is the first guy that I brought home to my parents. I mean, I brought home other guys that I liked, but they were never introduced as uh, the guy that I was seeing. They were just like, hey, this is my friend, you know? Why so weren't the- you claiming them? <laughs> because in my head, I know it, it wasn't going anywhere. So what's the point? You know, it was oh. like, you were a timekeeper at the moment. <laughs> no, but like, I'm like mm, that's why you don't have no breakups. You try not to claim people. <laughs> Listen, right. No commitments yeah. equal no breakups. No commitment, no breakups. <laughs> No, but I'm I'm seriously thinking like that I missed one, but I can't truly think of a meaningful relationship that I've had in the past that I had to sever, just walk away and say, okay, this is not working out. Every one that I've had, it's more like a drifted, grew apart, moved, relocate, so we're no longer close. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how it is for me. I'll keep thinking. If I can think of one, I'll come back in. Think about one. And then as we go through, if you can't think of one, you could still relate based on your um, observations of experiences. Can so definitely Carrie, relate. So, Miss Kerry, what are your thoughts? Um, relationships ending. I mean, I, I think, right, it depends on... A number of things but um was I the one to initiate I have initiated a few endings and I think honestly sometimes a relationship ends but it transforms and there was a there's an ending to a phase in a relationship so I know people who I've ended friendships with and we're friends right now but at one point we went through a a phase where we ended the friendship so I think I've seen it work both ways where sometimes the end isn't a final permanent end. Um, 
and I've I've initiated. Other people have initiated. Um, I've definitely been on both ends of that transition process. Um, how did you know it was time to end? I think is really about do you feel valued in that relationship? Um, does that person respect you, right? Like, do you feel like there's a mutual benefit or growth happening in the relationship? And if the answer is no, then that's usually my cue to, I don't want to say keep it moving, but really reassess, you know, what, what's the purpose of this connection? Um, so yeah, that's usually what that process looks like. I mean, whether it's a romantic relationship or friendship, it's all one and the same because they're all intimate relationships in different ways. Different ways. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Because mm-hmm. I even think about friendships too. And it's kind of, we talked about reciprocity and we talked about like relationship building and giving and receiving and flow, right? So I agree with that for sure, 100%. As we think about our breakups, um, what are some of the feelings that surface? Is it, is, it, is it a feeling that stayed at one stage or is it initially a feeling of like anger? Have you gone through the processes, do you think? Um, or are you kind of stuck in any particular feeling? What comes to mind when you think of your breakup? And especially like even... Um, with me and Misha and divorce, what comes to mind um, when you think of divorce? And actually, I would like to hear for Sofa and Carrie for divorce. What comes to mind when you guys think of, you know, of divorce? Yep. It's so funny because I was going to jump in to say, <laughs> I'm not divorced. I pray to God I don't ever get divorced. However, mm-hmm. I, I can just think now of the feeling that I now feel from my husband that if something were to ever happen and it resulted in divorce, I'm almost sure I'm, they may lock me up. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, are you though? I, are you though? <laughs> are you though? <laughs> no, no, for it, I am kidding. World, I'm kidding. However, I, I, I know for sure that I would be very hurt um I'll be very hurt and I'm I'll be hurt because when you've invested your all and when I say my all I I mean what I have to give right because there's some things that I just can't give I'm sorry but what I do have to give when you in my mind when you've invested all of that in someone and they walk away I can't imagine that being a good feeling you know, I can't imagine that being taken lightly. I can't imagine going to your family or your friends and saying this is no longer. I can't imagine taking on the pictures on Facebook. I can't imagine starting <laughs> over. Like I can't imagine. Like I, I I'm being like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking now oh in my head. Cause again, I've never done it, but I can't imagine having to do it. I'm you sorry, my like, pictures are still on Facebook. What? <laughs> hey. what? become almost the least of your problems. It's so hilarious because, <laughs> because but you're right, so because the initial <laughs> step is admitting that it's happening, and part of admitting it might be like all of that stuff too. But when you get to the the the, the, the root of the root, which is the root under the root, 
<laughs> truthfully, with all that's probably going on emotionally, and you're right, with your family and your friends and in your home, girl, Facebook, man. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah, because it's a, it's a real, and I think, I don't know, I think that's why it's like one of the worst things that probably could happen to you, but I almost think it's one of the best things can that can happen to you because a part of it is you making a decision about what you want for yourself and your life. Right. And deciding that, listen, whether you see the way or not, you're about to make a way. And then once you get through the worst of the worst and you end up on the other side and you're like, this is me. I don't know. There, I don't, and you can't replicate that. It's the same way when I know friends who are getting married. You can't replicate that. When you're in it, you'll feel it. And you'll yeah. Feel it. Um, yeah. So that is right. true. Because being in it, and then after you come out of it and you look back, you're like, wow. Because I can imagine in it, you feel like you're drowning. You, you would feel like you're drowning. You, it's like you almost can find a way out you can't see the light you're wondering where would the light be but then if it in, like in any situation that I've gone through that's been tough once you get out of it and you look back you're like wow you know I I really I beat that. myself up yeah and but look at me now like you're right I did that I was able to get through it but I, I can't imagine the while you're in it that process being something that feels anything short of a death torture. a death <laughs> The thing is, is right. The thing is, is that just like I cannot imagine when if people lose any parent or anything and I hear people explain to them like it doesn't it doesn't really get better. It just gets a little easier. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I have I don't think that I can look back at anything because I am still going through it. I'm still going through it. It's like a process. It's just like a a notch that it's it's like a period of time. It's like if I said um, I went to school for X amount of time, I was married for X amount of time, but that during that process, um, I was able to pull pull down some things out, off my wall and build up some things on my wall. So that process is still ongoing. I don't think I carry that quote-unquote trauma with me but if you ask my therapist I am still holding on to that so to me it's just a thing that it's a thing in the past it's a thing that's happened I'm over it I'm done with it but I'm not it's not something that you're like okay for example my mother died and you're like okay well you know you'll get over it and you'll get through this point and you'll feel better about yourself or the situation or whatever no you just learn to deal and you just move on and tomorrow's a new day and you figure out you learn more about yourself in the process and you're able to use that to put one foot in front of the other that's literally what I have been doing I, I mean I don't know that there is a point where you say okay I am through it now it's all well and good you deal with I don't the think there's ever that point niche no. um I really really agree with the analogies of um a loss like death yes. um, because I think people who have experienced the loss of a parent or someone really close or a spouse it's not a thing you ever get over like you say every day 
you learn a different way to live right. with the like they can like grief, happiness, joy, love, all of those things can reside right here. It's, it's like the human gift to us <laughs> so that we don't right. stay stuck in anything. So but I'm I even thinking too, Sharifa, that okay, let's take the since we're somewhat undivorced, for even for you and Mish who have been, it's different because at least for you, you were able to somewhat sever, you know, like walk away. Oh, yeah. Misha now has Misha has Misha. two two <laughs> two kids, you know. So there's really no never never end away. Yeah. So to, to me, I'm thinking about that now, like, wait. It wouldn't be different for you because there's no true walk walking away. Yeah. And I mean, I don't want to compare my situation. Just like, I mean, every situation is different, but I definitely don't want to compare my situation to like the like how somebody would feel if their parent died or if their spouse died. Mm -hmm. It's obviously very different. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, it's just literally a consistent process of- right. This is something that you went through in life or and you're consistently going through even now, just having to deal with that. Having also to co-parent with an ex-spouse. Yeah. Is a whole That's what I'm thinking, I'm like, I wouldn't want to talk to you after, but I have to talk to you. Like <laughs> and there are people who divorce and are completely fine. Say, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took time, but I'm at a place where I can absolutely talk with my ex girl i get you props because <laughs> it's just processing and it's <laughs> don't call me don't write me don't page me, <laughs> don't page me. what i don't want your friendship page anyone ah, carrie I mean, where we could be acquaintances <laughs> i mean listen I, I i do agree i think it's a process it's it's not an event i think um this woman, uh, not woman, but this author that I love, uh, Clarissa Estes, she has a whole body of work around forgiveness. Um, and the fact that you never, uh, you're not ever complete with forgiveness, it's a process. And sometimes you get to 5% and sometimes you get to 75. Um, but it is just that it takes time and it, there's no established, like this is how long it takes. Um, I think the way I view it is, you have, to, you have to have the opportunity to do something to see how you do. Um, and I think that's true for anything. So if you're um, in a marriage, you have to be in a marriage to have the opportunity to make that marriage work. Um, the same holds for any experience, right? I think as someone who's dating, I have more opportunities to start fresh things and transition things. So I'm practicing that more than a SOF would be someone who's in right a long-term marriage. There isn't, there's a different experience that you're having. Um, so to Shara's point, it allows a certain level of freedom. It's a different type of freedom around how you feel about starting something new and ending something or ending a relationship. Um, it's just different. I don't think, you know, I think it's like comparing apples and oranges. There's just no comparing the two experiences because they're so very different. One thing is for sure, they both hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fact. 
but I, I was also just thinking about something you all were talking through, like, you know, when you have a breakup, what does that leave you with? Um, and I think whether you have children from it or not, you shared a life with this person, right? Like that's part of who you are. So when, when you make it through and make it through, you will, it doesn't negate that shared life, mm-hmm. right? Like you're always gonna remember at 25, I was with this person doing this thing. Mm-hmm. That doesn't go away. So right. part of the healing is accepting that part of yourself. Right. And accepting the fact that it's, that's you too. Like in this moment, that's part of who I was. Right. Um, so I think that's, that's important. I think that's an important part of, of the healing process from termination, terminating any relationship um, and not kind of being angry at that version of yourself. Mm. I think that happens sometimes. You're like, I was such an idiot um, to think this person X, Y, Z, whatever. When the reality was that's where you were, right? Like, and being able to accept yourself in whatever light that was at that time. So I agree. I think that's a large part of it too. That's why I'm learning recently, recently I'm learning to never regret um, decisions or things that I've done. For a long time, I spent like regretting things like, oh, I regret doing it. I regret going there. But if we must, well, for me, if I must be truthful to things that I've regretted and look back deeply into them, I've always learned something from it that I wouldn't have learned had I not had that experience, you know? So I've recently, and I'm convincing myself to try this more often, is to learn not to regret a decision that I made. And to just believe that everything has a time and a season. And some seasons, you know, every the, the, summer doesn't last all year. You know, it, it has a couple months and then it goes. Um, and some things end and some new thing. When one, when one old thing ends, a new thing begins. And if, if for me, I, you know, this is how I'm t- talking to myself. <laughs> if I can learn to accept um, that not everything was meant to last forever, it just makes ending something a little bit easier. Not that it takes away all the pain and it's like, oh, okay, new thing. No, but it just makes it a little bit more palatable um, and easier to start over or to start something new. I don't know if that makes sense, but. Yeah, I think to, so I, I think, I, so I was having this conversation with a, a guy this week and I was talking about relationships and how we get into relationships and we, we're building a life with someone we get the sense and this happens, right? It's normal. It's like, this is my person. Like you own that person. And I think when we look at the way nature operates, we don't own anything. Things are transient. People are their own beings. They're living a life. Yes, you're in a partnership with them, but they're their own person, right? With their own autonomy and their own thoughts and all these other things. And so I was talking to him about being able to wrap your head around the fact that you're building a life with a person, but you don't own them. You don't own anything, right? Mm -hmm. You are a transient being here having an experience for a time. And that's true for them too. It's true for everything. 
So it's, I think it's, it's about balancing those two things. Um, so yeah, and I don't know how, how people balance that if they do, like, you know, some people don't, but I do think it's very real and it, it's easier said than done, but I do think to Soph's point, nature, the world, the universe gives us clues about how things work, right? And things are, if life is happening in a cycle, why wouldn't we think that's true for us? Right. If everything else is on a cycle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not exempt from that. So yeah, I think it's an interesting conversation to have with, with those you love about what those cycles look like. So yeah. I agree. Um, and to circle back to what uh, Soph was saying about, well, I guess everybody kind of touched on it, um, but about dealing with it. And as you guys were talking, I realized that um, when we say we're coming through it, you deal with the grief of it. You, you lost something. I mean, you lost someone um, and you go through right. the stages and you get to the end of, and you reach the acceptance part. Okay, I've accepted that this is a situation. Um, but how do you actually get there? I mean, to some people, you know, the, the freeness, the, they deal with it, they burn things, they <laughs> like purge, I mean, whatever the situation. Right. But I think when I when we talked about like the whole Facebook thing and the pictures are still there, those pictures are of a time when other things were happening. So that's just a stage in life that this person was there for that. I'm not gonna go delete my pictures now because I don't want to see your face. <laughs> I mean, there at no point to me that's just. I, I don't need to do that. To other people, the purge might just be necessary. Like I need to get rid of it. I need to get rid of all these pictures. I will keep the memories of everything else in my mind or not. I, I prefer to get rid of all these memories uh, for me to get to the acceptance stage, which mm-hmm. is fine for me. It just, it doesn't, it serves no purpose for me. So the process of going through those stages and dealing with this is really happening, you know, and you accept that this person is no longer going to be in your life in the capacity that they were before. Because as you said, they could be in your life for co-parenting purposes um, as, a, as a person that you can call and say, hey, right. we did this 20 years ago. Can you remind me how to do this? And y'all are acquaintances in that way where you can talk once a year and say, how's your sister or whatever. Um, or the person doesn't exist at all, like never haven't seen them in however long, whatever the situation is, um, you are able to get to that point where you can say, I went through the stages and I am working on myself in the acceptance stage. Cause that's regardless of what relationship it is, that's the point that you have to get to for all of them, for every relationship that ends, you just have to get to the point where you're like, I've gone through it and now I am just putting one foot in front of the other once I deal with all of those steps that I'm at. So to each his own is what I was trying to say. However you want to deal with it, yeah. you can go ahead and deal with it. But I just, I, I never, I don't think I ever needed to go through the whole purge situation. Yeah, um, I'm not like that either. And then another thing is, I mean, and it depends on the relationship you have, but if you have a 
Like if the people, people are genuinely good, if the person was a genuinely good person, it, like just the fact you divorce them doesn't mean that they're not still a decent person. And if you right. had genuine care for them, you might not be best friends, but you wouldn't leave them hanging if they needed your help or if they asked for something. Right. <laughs> With your face. And then <laughs> and also you you are you become family with their families and you don't that was the other thing i was gonna i was gonna say and the love i have for the family it doesn't go away so clearly i wish them well and clearly they wish me well and i know it and the love is still there but the truth of the fact remains what whether it speaks to what carrie's saying misha saying or soap saying at some place you have to make a decision about what your life means to you time right. is precious and you and just like i guess carrie was saying most recently you can't live someone's life for them and they can't live your life for you that is a recipe for regret right, mm -hmm. right. so your life autonomy it has to be fulfilling in the way you share it, it has to make or else i don't know how else you would flourish right i agree so I'm I mean, I, I agree, especially because that was one of the harder parts for me when it came to divorces. I felt like I needed to think about, and that's probably what kept me in my marriage for so long, is that I felt like I had to think about people outside of myself. So, you know, I have kids. Um, I, we now share a family. So outside of the kids, um, you take other people into your life and say, these are people I'm going to treat as my family. These are my family. Um, and the opposite, I mean, the opposite is true. So my family took him in. Now you got to think about everybody got a seven ties. Every girl, and <laughs> at the, as a point, because you're in the, the house with him. So y'all know what it is. But the next problem is, like you said, there's a oh. family around you or a village that forms around you. Right. Now, all, mm -hmm. and then I know we talked about it a little bit at the, um, when we talked about marriage and relationships, all the different cultural and traditional values and expectations. Right. right? Um, I know Misha, you tipped on it, which made us go, man, we gotta go talk about <laughs> this one day. <laughs> because there's so many expectations for yep. us, not only marriage, children, and then there's so many built in. You can't even, sometimes yeah. you want to stop yourself. You can't stop yourself. So many expectations about yeah. marriage should look like, what parenting needs to look like, what a value system for a life is, right? Yeah. And so if you live your life by those value systems, you're not married, problem. No kids, problem. <laughs> you divorce, problem. Only child, problem. Like yeah. there's... So we also have to like be mind. Well, I had to teach myself to be mindful because I was gonna, also could not see myself giving up my life right. for just culture and tradition and acceptability. What is that? Right. Seriously? I agree. After yep. them not live with me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you, when you, you don't even realize it's happening though. Yeah. You don't even realize it's happening. And it's I define to stop it. Yeah. And I know lots of people who get married because of that. And I mean, even 
I, I didn't think about this however many years ago, but even before I was married, but people get married because of that. They invest five, six years of their life and they're like, maybe this isn't the one. But at that point, your families are invested, you're invested, your ovaries are invested. <laughs> <laughs> this one, everybody invested. So you like, may as well, do, let's just do it. And then you're in it and you can't get divorced because it's the same thing. It's like a cycle. Okay, there's can't. that side of the, can I just talk about that? That's not divorce actually, but that's pretty common. Y'all, yeah. do you know people who are married for like almost decades they don't even talk. They nope. live in the same house. They have decided <laughs> this is fine for them. Yeah. That's another version. Absolutely. Of, huh? Yeah. Absolutely. What I would venture to say, people are, people are not blindly making those decisions. I, I think, yes, sometimes people are. Mm -hmm. But I, I give people credit. I do think people <laughs> oh, no, make some of those decisions because the satisfaction of the status quo supersedes going against the grain. Right. Oh, yeah. And that's a very conscious decision. And I think I would, I, you know, I love when people own their decisions. Like, it's one thing really like I walked into this blindly versus I know what I'm walking into and I'm doing this consciously. Right. And I think a lot of people are doing those things consciously. It's not a good or bad thing. It just is what it is. Right. Um, but uh, people make those decisions very consciously. I, I do definitely, I definitely think that's a thing. Um, and it's right. It carries into the relationship where you decide to stay for various reasons, oftentimes because the benefits of keeping it the same outweighs what you perceive to be the negative right. consequences. So right. I think some of those are, you know, very conscious choices. That word that, you use, that. that word that you, that you use just now is it, it's perception because you right. don't know, you don't, you don't know what it is outside of that unless you're outside right. of it. And you mentioned that in the beginning, um, you don't know what it is to be married until you're married. Mm. Your perception of what marriage is, is just a perception is what you see other people. It's just a perception. Um, and every marriage obviously isn't different, just like every separation of whatever person, whatever is also different, but it's perception. I just, people just don't realize that they're just like, oh, we're getting married and every marriage is you're married, you're committed and you're married. And then you get in and you're like, I'm asleep in that bedroom over there. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a, sh a recent show I've been watching. Listen, <laughs> if, my, if my life was like that, ma'am, I'll take him. Okay. <laughs> Listen, oh, Lord. Let me tell you. Oh, we're talking about Bridgerton. Yes. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Watch that in one day I did. <laughs> one day. Okay. Oh, my God. Carrie, did you watch Bridgerton? Mm-mm. Carrie, Carrie. Okay, hold on. Leave Carrie? it. We're coming back to this. Hold it. Carrie, <laughs> please watch Bridgerton's, okay? It's, a, it's just one season. No, so ladies, you know my I've been twitching. So I've been staying off screens for the last two weeks. Let me just tell y'all something. I'm getting old. I have to figure out my eye twitch. I'm like, I got to stay off. So I, I haven't been watching TV. I've been off my phone. 
I've just been trying to oh, get yeah, my eyes sorted out. Ma'am, if you watch episode five of Bridgerton, that twitch will go away. No, Carrie, no, 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 no. Start from one. Carrie, 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 Carrie. Start from Carrie. one. I said I was not going this. to watch it. I, I was like, nope, I don't want to get involved. My Facebook page has been like over. I'm like, nope, I will not get involved. And something got the best of me. <laughs> it is called boredom. No, we have to talk about it. There are things to talk about. No, yes. no, no. No, well, no, no. I don't really want to talk about it. Carrie, don't, no, we don't watch it. We no, should no, have no, made her watch it. Let's no, not. I mean, I'm not a, I don't care about spoilers. I still watch it. You don't need to watch it, just listen in. First of all, yeah, you, you, it's definitely, even if I tell you exactly what happens, it's not going to be the same nope, unless nope. you watch I don't it. think yep. so. This nope. isn't true, Shonda, for, I'm telling you, you no, have to for watch real. it. Shonda just mad. Like, listen, why is it that, like, I'm trying to just, I was like, okay, let's just watch the first four and then come back to it. Of course, Miss Shonda, just like with all our other stuff, you're like, nope, let the next one. Cast <laughs> Can't and, stop and, her. and then at like how many episodes is it? I'm googling like ten. They start. Oh. I'm like, did they start season two yet? Are they filming? I no, they not. Problem. Bestie. That is I, all I saw on my Facebook page. Everybody, where's when? When is season two coming out? So I'm yeah. like, wait, season one was that good? What's I'm, happening in the show? Where is season two? Season where is season two? I'm like, wait, people stop. It can't be that good. Now stop it. Disclaimer okay, here. It's very far from reality, but it's okay. Of course. You think so, Char? Excuse me, there are black people. Let's talk about it. Listen. Oh, no, anyway. I don't mean that way. I'm willing to do I that. I mean that way. She has made that artistic license, like, completely. So she, it is completely ignored that people are different races, for sure. Um, whether um, black, white, Indian, it's it just ignored. They're just all there. Right. But the, the story still. I like that she touched a little bit on everything, though. Like, I feel like every mm-hmm. problem that we're not facing, she addressed a little bit of it. It was like a little oh, bit of every okay. little bit. Mikhail, mm-hmm. let's talk about it. Because to me, it just seemed like one of my romance novels come to life. Well, it is. It is. the reason I love it. It is a real romance novel. You know that I it's love- from the harlequin series so yeah, really no, I know, but i just mean yeah. when i was watching it i was like she has stayed true to the truth to, yes she yeah. has stayed yes. true to it. yeah she didn't yes. to make it anything but what it was and i just love that but anyway I but we can't we talk right. about the divorce slash breakup slash sleeping in the next bedroom <laughs> I'm That's eating on this side of the dinner table. You're eating on That's that side of the dinner table situation, though. We can talk about that. No. That's why I said That's what, what you just said reminded me of a show I've been watching, <laughs> like hitting the nail all up on the head and all. I'm like, okay, all right. Like sleeping in a different room so str- strongly. You said you don't what? I don't look at things like that. I mean, that wasn't my experience, but and. That's um, not my but I'm just saying when I hear it, I don't look at it as uh because sometimes as a negative. Yeah, sometimes, me and my husband married right now. Sometimes sleep in a different room. Never I don't care we're upset or anything. It's, like it's because why? Him just, just like space. sometimes I like my space and him like yeah, his space. That's how I look at it. Honestly, as long if as you have a relationship, I look at it as clearly doors open. It's not yes. like lock it out, but yeah. I just need my. Mm-hmm. And I feel, and I feel like if Pete and Cal have them own space, 
and own rules and decorations. <laughs> I should. I, <laughs> I, agree. Know, I, have, I don't have a problem with it. There are days then where he's upstairs and I'm no downstairs. So but what if it's consistent? No, 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 consistent. No, the problem. No, that's... no, no. I just mean no. You should just be able to have your family life. I was trying to say that's not what I wanted. And we don't have separate rooms. It's just every now and again I go in my guest room. Every now and again. I mean, well, it's not. It's some not people a have separate of, rooms, ma'am. That is true, and it's not a matter of we're upset or no. I just sometimes I honestly like my space even from my child i hide her sometimes yeah. and she's calling mommy mommy and i'm like hiding out lock up in my closet just sitting there just thinking about and my bad I is my refuge so i mean that was not my situation in my marriage it was together or whatever but having like figured out what's okay for me and what i like and realizing that i like my space i can now understand people who choose to gonna gonna not have a whole separate life right but and i mean I, it don't happen very often this is one yeah, thing i do but, but it like, happens i can understand me want fall out on the bed me know me, me not have work tomorrow yeah i get up six o'clock like thank you right. yeah i agree thank you i was yep. talking to to lati and she was like oh you know you are like burn from your marriage and so because of that you don't want to get married again and i'm like that don't really have nothing to do with it She's like, oh, I would get married again. I have no issues with that. The only thing is, the only thing is that the person would have to live in a whole different house. <laughs> Ma'am, this is why I have an issue. Is what I'm saying? How are you going to be completely okay with marriage, but you don't want them living in your house? <laughs> okay, that's it. All right, regular regular thing so Let's i mean go right back to what carrie had said <laughs> some people have a definition of you know their own perception yeah. and definition because that's the same thing i was talking about a little bit when i said they married 20 years don't even talk right and like she said there are some needs that they that they have and there's some conscious decisions they're making something that needs to be met and he don't have to be in the house <laughs> Correct. He ain't gotta live there. Cause he then don't have to live there and they could the be content and happy yeah. married. Right. And especially when you've gone through yeah. a relationship. For example, even if you're dating, uh, but you're dating consistently for years, something that you would put up with in the first relationship that you had, you may not put up with, like you're not, what, what is the word I'm looking for? You're not you're not going to put up with it at the You define boundaries based on your right. experiences for sure. Right. Yeah. And and so mm-hmm. once you're married and have gone through it, there are certain things you're like, man, I do not miss that. I don't miss like talking to somebody and saying, um, you know, I got to do this or I'd like to do that. I don't Uh-oh. miss that. <laughs> I, do, I mean, not to say that that's, <laughs> yeah, I don't miss that, but. I think the revolutionary thing is you can have a marriage that makes you feel fulfilled. Right. And if that's, yeah, if that's a part of that definition, then separate houses it is. Correct. You, the, I, oh my God, what's the word I'm looking for? But yes, I agree. You know what it you is that you can deal with. Independence, right. then right. this is a thing for you. Right. Like you, Dr. K was telling us she don't want no, my marriage date, my wedding date, sorry, is July. Right. 
because it's not about the wedding. Here we are exactly right. Right, I agree. I mean, and if there are people who, it's the deal breakers that I was looking for. Because remember when we were talking to you, you said I ain't got no deal breakers really. I definitely have deal breakers. I mean, if you. I, I don't even want to go through a list of deal breakers, but there are people who are like, I can't deal with somebody who is, for example, early on in their career, because I done built with somebody else to start mm-hmm. over and build with somebody else again right. is too much on me. And that's, I can't judge you for that. Do you right. boo? Like, <laughs> I definitely can. Right. I definitely can't judge you for that. Um, so to each his own when it comes to what everybody's boundaries are and what their deal breakers are, because once you've been through it, who want to go through that again? It's a little bit of PTSD. So you have like a trigger, right? The tick of the eye. You see that jumping eye? Yeah. <laughs> the jumping eye. Yeah. So I am for it. Go get your second house, boo. Make sure it's next door. I can't. Oh, I can't. Next door might be too close, actually. All I guess. So (laughs) she needs a mansion. Hey, honey, get a white house. You have a whole wing to yourself. Correct. Or that, right? No, but then you have to go. You have to go make decisions about the whole house together. That might be the issue. No, you You don't know what the issue is, and I worry about my wing. Not if we have to repaint the house, then y'all have to worry about your wing and I repaint (laughs) my wing. (laughs) This is becoming work. (laughs) See what I'm saying? Too much to think about. But I mean, not to say that it's not worth it. I think instead of um um well, first, anyone has any last things that they was just on the tip of their tongue and I didn't you didn't get to say it. Because I'm about to wrap us up. I don't think so. No. Oh, okay. So instead of asking you for final takeaways, what I'm going to ask is if each of um, you would kind of reflect and give some advice, whether whichever stage, advice for the single looking to get married based on your experience, advice on the married looking to get divorced. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Um, advanced, I mean, that's advanced, a thing. The dating, kind of interested in marriage or in, you know, like, what are your like takeaways or any piece of advice with relation with regards to relationship that you have um, based on your experiences? Um, First of all, mm-hmm. divorce isn't taboo. Like, if you in a marriage and you need to get out for whatever reason. I'm not going to be judging you talking about, we're not going to talk about that. That's a thing that people are going through is struggling with deciding if they should be divorced or not. Um, I remember struggling with it for a long time um, and deciding that it's more important for me to be happy and be able to support my children in that way than for everybody else around me to be happy in the perception of my happiness so can you say that again because (laughs) i i think there's a no real talk i definitely feel like i have those conversations with with folks who are others are more happy for them than they are for themselves um Mm. people will go through it by themselves you know like I, I do that a lot. And I mean, yeah. it just is my personality. I go through it 
once I'm through it and I done reflected on it or whatever, whatever, then I can say X, Y, and Z. But mm-hmm. when you are in it, literally when I was in it, I am thinking this isn't healthy. This isn't something that I want for myself. And for a long time, I was saying, maybe if this changed, the situation would change. I would be happier. The situation would be healthier and things would come up and it wouldn't change or it would, but then it would go back to being unhealthy again. And the perception to everyone is that you're making it strong black woman. You're you your parents made it, your grandparents made it, you, you're gonna make it. You're in it and you're like, you're gonna make it. But it's just a perception of happiness. It's not really that you are healthy. It's not really that you're happy, but you gotta look beyond the perception of happiness for your for true happiness, for you to, to move towards that. Because I can't say right now that I'm in a place of like true happiness, but I'm getting there. It was definitely better than when I was married, for sure, like a hundred percent better than when I was married. So I don't, I, I cannot look at anybody if they're saying, I wonder if we should talk about that. That is something we do definitely need to talk about because once you're on the brink of it or you're thinking about divorce, I'm not saying, yeah, divorce the man. I'm saying, don't think of it as a taboo topic. Think of it as something that you really need to evaluate and something that is, it's not the end of the world. It's the true definition of you trying to be better for yourself. So when people are like, let's talk about if we sh- if y- you're married and you know you need to be divorced, that could be a thing. That could definitely be. I think see people in their 30 years. That should have been not there 10 years ago. <laughs> like after... <laughs> Serious talk, like when should have long time when should have gone. Those scripts that we learn as youth or young people, they're embedded in us, right? And not only do we have to name them to rid ourselves of them or to redefine them, because you know they're not to be thrown away, but they're certainly to be redefined. A lot of them, right? Um, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's my thought is that it's yeah. not, it's not a, it's not a bad thing to end any relationship if that's what's necessary for your health. And that's as a part of your health, mean happiness and, you know, your mental health, even your physical health, whatever it is, ending a relationship is not a bad thing. It might hurt, not might, <laughs> it, will, it will hurt, but it, the heart, the pain is necessary. It is necessary. It's a necessary part of the journey that it won't yeah. hurt like that forever. It's not like the pain may not go away. I mean, but it just won't hurt like that forever. So it's sometimes it's necessary and shouldn't be taboo. Yeah. Any advice from, um, let's see. I think no I would just have to me. say okay. that um, <laughs> for me, for no, me, I, I can, I, again, I can just say I am just learning to focus on self somewhat because what may look strange to you with somebody else, they're perfectly fine in that situation. Um, you know, not everybody see, sees things the same. Um, so, you know, 
Focus on yourself. Worry about worry about yourself. You can always offer advice, but you can't expect everyone to believe or feel the same way you feel um, in how they live their life. Happiness is different for everyone. What makes you happy may bring another person tears. What makes them happy may look strange to you. So um, focus on self. Be there for um, friends and family, but don't don't be overbearing or judgmental. Uh, with ending, you know, sometimes ending is good. When you end something, you you get you have the opportunity of starting something that could be amazing. Yeah. Um, so you can't always look at look at ending as a, a, a death sentence. Um, you know, if the if the tree don't lose, they'll shed their leaves during the winter time, they're gonna die. They have to shed their leaves every winter in order to survive the winter. And in the summer, they come back prettier than ever. So, yep. you know, be, be in your season and just be grateful for whatever season you're in, but just try to get out. Don't stay in there and, and feel sorry for yourself. Um, if it's the ending season, go through your ending season and then start building new ones. And if it's a building season, go through your building season and be prepared for what may come. Because, <laughs> yep. you know, seasons are seasons. Well, I can't speak on divorce because I've never been divorced. Um, so I will uh, I will leave that to to others. Um, <laughs> huh? Advice. I, I don't know if I have a ton of advice. I think it's what you all just already said, right? If you're in your season, whatever season you're in, you're there for a reason. Um, not being afraid of endings, I think, is really important. Because sometimes we're afraid of letting a thing go because we feel like we'll never get something that good again. Um, I definitely know I've felt that way about relationships. And you don't know. You might not get that same thing again. But you are happier for it, right? And I think, I think that's what I would say. I would say don't be afraid to let go of the thing for something better. And that something better might not look like the way you think it's gonna look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it might not. And you have to be okay with that. Yeah, I think that's part of the process, right? Cause we might think that something better is gonna look like a Will Smith package and it yeah, comes yeah. looking yeah. like Roscoe and now we upset. <laughs> and I'm like, look now, with this, Sometimes it don't. Keep Roscoe. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But jokes aside, I do think it. You know, you have to be ready for whatever package it comes in. And, so, and sometimes, as people, sometimes that's a process in your life, right? Like that can look different for anybody. Um, but I would just say, don't be afraid of of endings because they open the door for definitely new beginnings. Um, so I yeah. think that's kind of what I yeah. Before you jump in, Char, I just want to say I'm sad that we didn't talk about Lori Harvey and her non-fear of ending and moving on to bigger and better things. Who? Lori Harvey. Oh, okay. Living her best life. Her best. This is what we need in life. Live your best life. Go ahead, Char. Sophie's like, what is happening right now? (laughs) Ma'am. No comment, no comment, no comment. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, no comment. jump in. What ladies have covered it all, honestly. Um, 
because the only thing I had left to say, I think Carrie has said it because there's this part of not being sure. Sometimes you're in a circumstance or in a relationship, any kind, marriage, friendship, whatever, and you are just not sure about, it's like you, you, you have an inkling, but you're not sure, right? So maybe Misha and I seem certain in our surety that we right. were going to be better, right? But right. sometimes you're in a circumstance and it doesn't have to be a marriage and you don't know. And I'm glad Carrie said that. You don't know what's coming and you're scared of letting go of what you have because you don't know <laughs> if this is the best that there is, right? Maybe it doesn't get better. But um, I think she is right. All of you have said it. And I, I don't know if this is the right word, but you are enough. And so if you think you made the right decision or you didn't make the right decision or something better come or it happened to just be Roscoe, <laughs> you are Roscoe, totally... we still love you. <laughs> right? Sorry. Sorry, Roscoe. I don't even know who Roscoe is, by the oh. way, just so you know. Good I just know it's not Will Smith. <laughs> So I don't want it. It's um, not. Yeah. He's a, he's a uh, character on Martin. Oh. Wait, Misha didn't know Roscoe either? No. no. I was like, who are we talking about? Roscoe. No. The opposite That is what I have learned in life. You are enough. And not because, um, yeah, some of us seem like confident that things are better now and Fortunately for me and Misha, we're very much happier now. But I think there's often the case where you don't know, right? And so you hold on. I think there's some work to be done on being one whole person on your own and not seeking always the behalf of anyone's whole. Because right. I think two whole people together really is just the most beautiful match, right? Yes. Um, so... Um, I like the the, the, the the little reminder Carrie gave us of sometimes you don't know and sometimes you're unsure, but think about why that might be. That's right. Say. Mm -hmm. um, for it. So, thank you all for joining us for our first 2021 um, episode. Um, it was a yep. hills and valleys, but, um, I think but that's life. life. We welcome that because that's just, that's life, right? So we will see you um, soon for another episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Friends, that's all for today's episode of Relationship Pasa Pasa. Thanks so much for joining us today. You could have been anywhere in the virtual world. But you're here with us. We hope you join us again in two weeks for our next dose. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast on wherever you find and listen to podcasts. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. So you never miss an episode. Also, tell a friend to tell a friend. You can also connect with us on Instagram at relationship pasa pasa, all one word, if you are on the social media situations. We can't wait to hear from you. Like, seriously, we can't wait to hear what you think about our episode. And also connect with us about topics you'd like to hear us discuss. Thank you again for listening. Until next time, 
what good <laughs>